good morning, people of God. A scripture sentence to begin with. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? One thing have I asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Let us pray. Loving God, Holy Spirit, enter into our hearts as we meet for worship. As we gather around your word, open our minds, Holy God, that we will listen for your voice and respond affirmatively to your call on our lives. Enter in, Holy Spirit. Have your way in our lives. We pray this in your name, Lord, with much thanksgiving, with adoration, and with praise. Amen.
Let us listen now for the word of God. The Old Testament reading, Nehemiah chapter 1, selected verses thereof. The report from Jerusalem. The words of Nehemiah. They said to me, The remnant there in the province who had survived the exile is in great trouble and shame. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down and its gates are destroyed by fire. Nehemiah's Prayer As soon as I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for days. And I continued fasting and praying before the God of heaven. And I said, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments. Let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer of your servant that I now pray before you day and night for the people of Israel, your servants, confessing the sins of the people of Israel, which we have sinned against you. Even I and my father's house have sinned. We have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, the statutes, and the rules that you command your servant Moses. Remember the word that you commanded your servant Moses, saying, If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the peoples. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though your outcasts are in the uttermost parts of heaven, from there I will gather them and bring them to the place that I have chosen to make my name dwell there. They are your servants and your people, whom you have redeemed by your great power and your strong hand. O Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who delight to fear your name and give success to your servant today and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Family of God, may I call you to the adventure of prayer. There is absolutely nothing that draws us closer to the heart of God than prayer. Having listened to the reading from Nehemiah chapter 1, Nehemiah comes into prominence at a very difficult time in the history of Israel. In the year 586-7 BC, Jerusalem had been captured, the temple destroyed by the Babylonians, and the people were taken into captivity. The biblical writers of the time see this as no accident of history, but instead as the judgment and discipline of God. The Jewish people were broken, dispirited, and depressed. Very similar to how we are as the people of South Africa, broken, dispirited, and depressed because of everything happening around us. Far murders, violence against women and children, rape, all of the other atrocities leading us to feel broken, dispirited, and depressed. 
But then in 539 before Christ, a new world power, Persia, conquered the Babylonians. Cyrus of Persia was an enlightened leader, a tolerant person who allowed people to return to their homelands. Some of the people didn't even want to turn at first. But I'd begun to feel secure in a foreign land, and the uncertainty of returning filled them with fear. But the prophets like Haggai and Zechariah encouraged them. Things back home were not that rosy, and we have this picture of a people without purpose. The walls of Jerusalem were broken down and seemed to depict the brokenness of the people. Then comes Nehemiah. Respected and trusted, the king's bearer. In other words, he was the one that tasted the king's wine to make sure it wasn't poisoned. Can you imagine that? Then one day, Nehemiah's brother, Hanani, arrived. He came with a depressing report about conditions back home. In Judah, the report stated that the people were in trouble and disgraced. The walls of the city were broken down and the gates of Jerusalem destroyed by fire. Everything was in ruins. We have to consider Nehemiah's reaction. And I wonder if you would remember, first he sat down, wept and mourned for days. As South Africans, we are weeping out loud because of the walls that have come down. Honesty is no longer a value that we hold dear. Corruption's at the order of the day. People are killed. COVID-19 is a reality we cannot ignore. Some of us are weeping quietly behind doors. Verse 4 of this reading says, I prayed before the God of heaven. Nehemiah was so far away from his people, his fellow countrymen, and yet so close to them in thought, in feeling and compassion, he totally identified with them. As we continued our reading of this morning, in the next few verses, we are told how Nehemiah prayed and what he prayed. Let's consider some prayer principles we learn from Nehemiah. Remembering to pray is to change. Firstly, Nehemiah acknowledged God's greatness. Verse 5 of our reading of this morning said, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God. That is exactly how Nehemiah begins his prayer. I want to bring into a prayer that's more familiar, the of the Lord's Prayer. We say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Nehemiah directs his prayer to God first. Not his own inadequacy. Not the situation the people are in, but God first. I know that you 
and I recognize our own prayers, our own outcries, calling on the greatness of the God that we serve. Oh God, heal our land. The second prayer principle we learn from Nehemiah is in verse 6, which reads, Let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer. Your servant is praying before you day and night. Praying for your servants, the people of Israel. People of God, we've learned the importance of practicing the presence of God, of being persistent in our prayers, praying day and night, a teaching that comes out of the parable Jesus told the persistent widow in the gospel according to St. Luke chapter 18. Being persistent in prayer does not mean endless repetition. It means being faithful and not giving up. Put another way, we need to keep on keeping on. God may not answer immediately, but there will be a reason for his delay in his response. As we persist in prayer, let's recognize that we grow in character and faith and hope. A third principle. The reading says, I confess the sins we Israelites, including myself and my father's house, have committed against you. Again, there is this identification. He did not rationalize away his involvement in the corporate failure of the nation to be what God wanted them to be. But every time we come into the presence of God, people, we need to confess our sin. In the same prayer, the Lord's Prayer, Jesus taught us to do so. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive others. People of God, the conclusion of the prayer is the fourth principle. Be specific in your petition. Give your servant success today by granting him favor in the presence of this man. We read in Nehemiah chapter 2 verse 4, Nehemiah did have success. The king was more than favorably disposed toward him. He gave Nehemiah what he wanted. I wonder if you will stand with me in that particular place. In the presence of God, praying for the walls of our society, our families, the world crumbling around us, standing firm in the promises and on the promises of God that we can in the new day that he brings, believe in the hope that the plans that God has for each one of us and for our world 
is a plan to prosper and not to harm us. A plan to give us a hope and a future. And to this, people of God, I say, in thee, Lord, I put my trust. Amen. Like a 
inside of me As we prepare to leave and embrace the challenges of our lives and our world, let us ask for God's blessing. May God bless us with strength. May God bless us with wisdom. May God bless us with faith. And may God bless us with love. We pray this in the name of God, our Creator, Jesus Christ, our Redeemer and the Holy Spirit, who is able to transform all things and make it new. Amen.